episode 111 i say what i said podcast hey (laughs) y'all i'm going through something internally y'all bear with me i'm not sick i just feel tired why it's probably because i'm bleeding but it's something different i feel like strange like i got a sinus infection here or something you gotta speak up ma'am Oh shit, they're not picking me up on the mic. Ha ha. I got it. I'm gonna sit up. But here I am in the flesh. And here she is in the flesh, looking glorious. Are we here to talk some shit to y'all? It's top of the week or end of the week? I never know. End of the week. I can never take something for this end. This is the end of the week. Podcast ends. Real life. It's the end to me. Monday is the beginning. <laughs> Monday is always going to yeah. be the first day of the week for me. I don't know how to get out of it. that's when I start my week. Yeah. Because Sunday's still a day where you relax and you're trying to reset for that 9 to 5, 40-hour work week or 35. Right. However your job do it. Mm-hmm. But we're here. So let's boogie down and get into it. Song mood of the week. I don't have one. I don't have one either. I don't have one. Wow. I don't have one either. New music did come out. Um, Of course, we just passed New Music Friday. I mean, it's mostly like hip-hop, though. Mm -hmm. Like, real deep hip-hop. I don't know if any R&B really was real. Oh, the Mario and um, Tory Lane song. I didn't listen yet. Told you, take your time. Don't run. Don't even sprint. Nice stroll. It's, It's not a bad song. I don't... I don't know for R and B and the for the type of R. See, and I hate that because we shouldn't even be like, oh, for the type of R and B that we're listening to now, it's gonna. But it, it's gonna, it's gonna get lost. But even if it was like an originally traditional sounding R and B song, it, this it's just mediocre. Mm-hmm. And for you to be going through all the flack that you went through and all the ridicule that you went through, which I feel like it's all fake, pumped up, and bullshit. I really, I personally don't think. I think that people are fake outraged about Tory Lanez at this point just because niggas don't know what the fuck is going on. I really don't think anybody cares if Tory Lanez works with artists. No, they do. I think that... They do. Girl, they do. I feel like it's fake. They were were dragging the fuck out of Mario. They do. They was dragging the fuck out of him. I did see that they were upset that he um, went on a woman-led podcast and decided to say, well, we don't know what happened. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't cancel Tory Lanez because we don't know what happened. And they're like, you go on a woman-led podcast to advocate for an abuser. And that's what they, I saw that they were upset about that. Is that really advocating for an abu- abuser though? No, because even when it first happened, they brought up a tweet that was supposed to be incriminating. But Mario said, Tory Lanez is my guy. And if the situation is what they're saying it is then he should have never gotten to that point where he got the best of him for something like that mm-hmm. to happen and i hope that both of them come out victorious in this situation and they both can heal we mm-hmm. black men need to protect black women that's he didn't say he canceled tory lanes mm-hmm. he's saying if that's my guy he did some fuck shit that's fucked up mm-hmm. and he needs to own up to it mm-hmm. period but i i'm not caping for tory lanes like i said the song is mediocre mm-hmm. to me it, I don't see it's but going in nobody's rotation. Yeah, I like it. Uh, his previous album that gave 80 music vibes was really good. A lot of people have been saying yeah. that 
he's he's clearly been blackballed, but he's still been dropping consistently good music. Mm-hmm. And that is, they say that is the way that a lot of people, when they go through scandal or the industry becomes upset at you, that's how you got to do it. You got to drop mm-hmm. fire shit. But um, that's about it. Y'all go check out the hot new hip hop because <laughs> other than that, I really don't got no mood. I was I was listening to mostly podcasts this week. Just getting into oh no, I've been listening to interviews this week. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been watching, and going back to like watching interviews on YouTube because I was more on the audio side for a few mm-hmm. years. But like, watch the Lauren London and Angie Martinez. I watched that. Mm. So it's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful conversation, but just absolutely sad, mm-hmm. extremely sad. Um, I watched the Jay Z and Kevin Hart interview. Yeah, that was good. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I watched the Carisha and um, me too. <laughs> Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates interview. We might as well jump into celebrity bullshit. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, presidential. First up is presidential whiteness. So Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, <laughs> his iCloud was hacked. This chat nigga is so And there was a video of him on the phone with a woman yeah, arguing about his coke. He was saying like it wasn't the right amount. So he was. Uh, it was just. I was like I said. I've been listening to a lot of a lot of audio, a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. a lot of interviews this week. And this one podcast brought this subject up. And they literally just said, like, Hunter Biden has to hate his father. He has to. Mm-hmm. Why do you record an interaction about some coke with, with a quote? We don't even know, but alleged prostitute? Is that who the women were in the video? I don't know. Allegedly, but, you know. Stop it. You love me so much. Stop. And I love you, too. But today and to Robbie, right now stop. is not the time. Stop. Stop. You're supposed to be in your bed. I love how they just stare at you like you saying some bullshit. Like you don't know what she's sick to. He knows what I'm saying. It's just aggravating. But the go kid ahead. whisper don't work. It don't work on him. He has to hate his father though. Mm-hmm. To record yourself doing a coke transaction. Knowing that you are the president's son. And like. You know they're gonna be hacking your shit at least once a month to see if they see anything Child, they can have. Like your phone is on a constant hack. Putting your coke on a damn scale, mad as fuck. Like this is not the right. But you know that's why they kept them away during the campaign. All the shit that Joe Biden has literally made laws against in the past and try to eradicate, his son does. Like his son is into that shit full throttle. Mm-hmm. Like he and the, the thing is, they said, um, I don't know the name of the daughter, but she wrote a book and was like. Just expressing like how they grew up and their father just he was all politics. Like mm-hmm. he chose politics over being their dad. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people speculate that he's just his son is just gonna make his life a living hell because yeah. they have a terrible relationship. Because mm-hmm. you just keep embarrassing your daddy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I did see it. I allow okay. you to hit me. <laughs> I allow you to abuse me. Sorry. I see it again, but you bit that motherfucker fast. It is. Um on to the next. Mm-hmm. His mama, Joe Biden and Joe Biden's wife, Jill. She was forced to apologize um for making this ignorant comment when she said, 
um, how Hispanics are unique as breakfast tacos. <laughs> white people been waiting this week. <laughs> like, I like how you put force because you know damn well she was not gonna apologize if nobody didn't. No, nope. well, no, that's what the shade room. The shade room had wrote that. Title yeah, the, like I'm that. glad yeah, they wrote it like that. Uh-huh. Let's say let's let's say for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, what? I didn't watch the clip because I saw a white lady on the podium and I scrolled right past that real fast. I don't want that shit in my algorithm. But as unique as a breakfast taco, Hispanics are as unique as a breakfast taco. First of all, what the what does what why was she talking about Hispanics in correlation to her son in the first place? I'm not sure. Was the woman on, on in the iCloud video was she was mm. she Hispanic? Mm-hmm. What the f- what the fuck is what are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. A, bre- a breakfast sure. taco? A breakfast taco. Breakfast tacos are unique though. They She's are. so racist. You gotta take a pancake, you gotta put the egg. You think that's racist? Or just it's egg highly yeah. racist. Mm-hmm. Even if now two things can be true. Her statement is racist, but a breakfast taco can be very unique. <laughs> Have you ever had a breakfast taco? I have. I had the one where you had to put the um, the pancake, and then you put the eggs, and you put the bacon, yep. you put the cheese, and you put the syrup if you into that. Sometimes I don't want syrup on my eggs. I feel like it's weird. Me either. You um, Do you do that? No. I prefer to have it. If the t- if I'm going to have the pancake as the base, as the tortilla, if I'm going to have... No, I'm being racist. Yeah, why you said it like that? Sorry. I'm sorry. Sasha. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I really, I'm really, really, <laughs> please don't. Like, we about to get fucking um, shut down. First Lady Jill Biden. Raul helped build this organization. Hold on. Raul and it's. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the Blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. (laughs) But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the Blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. I want to hear this one again. She called the Hispanic people in the Bronx Bogodas. She called Hispanic people in Miami Cherry Blossoms, and then she called people in San Francisco breakfast tacos eh. she compared them to all hispanic associated thing bogodas what is that it's a fucking bodega <laughs> oh these white people is acting oh she was saying bodega no she, she was... no she wasn't saying bodega she was saying bullshit but that's what she meant a bogota so nobody didn't want to get mad at that are you sure where is a you sure about google bogota there's no bogota the Bogodas in the Bronx? That's a bodega. Bogota. No, there's no way. There's no, there's no way. There's no way. 
son, they're literally not even letting me put Bogota. It's only Bodega. Uh-huh. She is a fucking idiot. Uh-huh. That's the first lady for you. What we need to do is launch an investigation into Joe Biden not being mentally fit to run this country. But then we got Kamala, and they said she um recovering from a BBL. So we're screwed. What? They said we ain't seen sis. So she got to be recovering from a BBL. You know that should take you out a couple months. Oh my god! She's down in Miami wilding out with the cherry <clears throat> blossoms, or maybe she went to the Bogota and she got sick. What the fuck? Just do I blame her or do I blame the speechwriters that they pay? She no, has to she say need, that. She needs to review her speeches. Yeah, she needs to review, review your speech. And be speech. like, this is some racist shit you're about review to have me say. Review your speech. But then again, some of these speechwriters, I feel like they be setting them up on purpose. Probably. Because they know they don't revise that shit. Um, the whole Biden um, family, I'm pray for y'all. I can't make it make sense, so I'm going to just pray for y'all. Um, anyway. T. Payne says Chris Brown has a princess complex. I'm going to play the clip. The princess complex is this. The princess, the princess complex is when you not only get what you want, but you get the accolades of a pretty person for doing absolute nothing and just just being and just being pretty. Now, How do you overcome that then? Oh God! No, 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 that the first real mother comes to you and say, "Hey, this uh, the princess. The princess complex is when you not only okay, get what you it. want, but you." And TP was talking to academics. Mm. Yeah, and I guess this comes. This stems from <laughs> Chris Brown's uh, thing he posted on Instagram, July eighth, Breezy Deluxe album. Um, July eighth, Breezy Deluxe album. No, not that. that what? Not that it matters. Yeah. Seems like y'all only invest in negative stories about me. Chris gets in trouble. The world is on it. Chris drops the album. Cricket, cricket emoji. I'm back on my gangster shit. It's ugh, bracken all the time. I, I just Lord. didn't want you to read yeah, that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I'm it's sorry. okay. I get it. But I just didn't um. Like, mm. Do you agree with T Pain? Yes and no. Yes and no. Do I feel like, because we, we spoke about pretty privilege on like a recent mm-hmm. episode. And I don't know if that correlates into this. Princess complex is something I didn't hear before until this was brought up. Mm-hmm. But then to, mm, I don't know. Chris Brown is the type of artist that directly after getting in trouble... He added on more bullshit to his reputation. And people do focus on the negative when it comes to him. It's salacious. It's the type of story people want to hear. Mm-hmm. It's not that he hasn't been consistent with work. It's not that he's not talented. It's not that he hasn't dropped fire shit. It's the basis that he has allowed people to come in and be like, all right, well, we can dictate where your narrative goes because we know you're a hothead and you're going to give us what we want, which is mm-hmm. something negative. So people do hone in and cash in on that shit. People get clicks off that, like the blogs. Now, does he have a princess complex for doing absolutely nothing? I can't say that he does absolutely nothing. Yeah, but I, then I was going to say, 
I, me, per, I, like, I'm a Chris Brown fan or whatever. And, yeah. And yeah. I personally, like, never seen him whine or complain about music. This was the first time I've ever really seen him say something. Exactly. From what I, even, even within his interviews, you know, he never really, he didn't say anything about it. I feel like that Instagram was the first time I've, like, seen him say anything about that. Because I watched his Drink Champs. I watched when he was on Million Dollar Worth the Game and on Big Boy. And I didn't, he didn't mention, you know he, right. he didn't mention anything about, you know, like right. nobody support. I, I didn't. He, he'll sit there and say that he's always in the inter, in the past interviews. Cause there was a real long time when he just stopped doing yeah. interviews cause he was wowing. And the every, you realize everybody went to him. Yeah. Did you realize they were all at his house? Yeah. Because he, I, I think that's to control the narrative and where mm-hmm. the conversation goes. Like, and he only sat down with people that were like completely utterly reputable. Yeah. Like he's not going every anywhere. Like. They'll have artists go on these crazy-ass press runs with people that don't even fucking know their music no. and just want to put them in bullshit with bullshit headlines. And there was a time where he was going everywhere and he was getting caught up with them sound clips. Even though he was speaking his truth, they would take his words and they would, like, swing it in a whole different direction. But I don't think that... This is the first time that I've ever heard him say that the negative stories that they put out against him is a correlation to his music. Mm-hmm. Because he he's always stood on that narrative that you guys always are going to feed into the bad mm-hmm. part of me and the 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 quote unquote bad things that I do. There was like, even at a point where I'll be the the new Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. I'll be the black sheep yeah. of the um of the um music industry because that's the box that y'all want to put me in. So he went full throttle with mm-hmm. that shit. Like, but this is the first time that I've ever seen him correlated towards music. I think that Chris Brown needs to redirect his anger when it comes to his music. With his labels. Yeah. If he didn't do those interviews, if he didn't drop, like, even that song with WizKid, why is that not bigger? Yep. You got, you have, you're on a, but you are you, not an you independent artist. You are you a know major what? artist. And that's true because you know where, you know where it's big at? It's big at where he has control over, like, it's big over on TikTok. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like it's bigger. It's it, it's bigger it, over TikTok. And even there, there's it's politics big, with that shit yeah. too. Yeah, because the people. I mean, you know, they're doing the whole dance videos, but you know, he's you know he's posting shit every day and things yeah. like that. But it's not. But you know, I that's I feel like that's what somewhat you know he has control over. And what you shoot, yeah, that song should certain, be big. If it wasn't for certain he platforms, a, I would not have known that Chris Brown was mm-hmm. necessarily dropping and an I think, album. I think he actually. I but I think he shot a music video for that, and I feel like also. To yes, piggyback on that, song? yeah, I feel like yes, a, I did. I think I saw something. Yeah, about it. and I do feel like I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't. I don't know if it's a princess complex because it's like I can understand that there. I can acknowledge that there is something called the princess complex. Yeah. You want accolades. You want praise for doing absolutely nothing. I cannot sit here and say that Chris Brown has done absolutely nothing. Right? Has he taken times where he's disappeared to probably be a better father? To maybe stay out of trouble, to stay out of the limelight because negativity and bullshit seems to follow him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but when you make certain bodies of work, you're not you're not not working if you're making a forty song album, even if people receive it well or not. Right. And the la- the latter of the conversation, a lot of people they'll go in and they'll be like, "Well, I'm not listening to no fucking forty sound um forty song project," and I understand that wholeheartedly because I'm not doing that. My attention yeah. span ain't work doesn't work like that. But then on the flip side. Those same people come back and they, when they, after a couple of years or a few mm-hmm. months, they go back and they listen to it. They're like, it's fire. So it's not that it's not been consistent with the work and the level of work that he's been doing. 
I don't know if T-Pain can, I don't know if it's more of a princess complex or it's like, at this point, I do think Breezy should have been promoted way more. But that's a label issue. Yeah, no, no, not nothing with him, but I feel like it should have been, he, I feel like. I think labels know that they can make money off of his likeness, but they're still scared of the yes, name Chris Brown. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Because I feel like he, they don't I feel want, like there should have been a bigger press But then that's crazy. You want to make money off a nigga, but you don't want to go yep, full throttle been and push bigger, him forward yep, because. A bigger press run. He has been blackballed. He yep. wants to, he is, he is still the black sheep. Because there's another story that just came out with him with some I saw shit. that. A girl he in is, Texas or yeah, something. He I is the that. black sheep of the industry. Yeah. And people know that it's easy to say Chris Brown did some shit because more than likely people are going to believe it because, let's be real, he never, he never righted his wrongs in the way he should have mm-hmm. after the Rihanna incident. Mm-hmm. And that shit has followed him and it will always follow him throughout his career. But he got to direct his bullshit with the labels. You going on your Instagram to call out blogs for not promoting your shit, but where's your budget to do that? Right. And if you don't want to be put on certain platforms, I'm sorry, you got to play the game. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Princess Complex, not so much, but there is a certain... I think he needs to redirect his anger. Right. Definitely. Um, So you were right. Doja Cat loses 200... Thousand followers. I like what the fuck I was right about on Instagram. Child, Doja Cat love for white men is gonna get her caught the fuck up every time. And I'm not gonna tell because you know you love who you love, and I ain't gonna tell sis not to love who she love. But she lost some followers. You need to, yeah, because why? Why? Okay, but I'm confused. We reported that that stupid, asinine, unnecessary story with um, the Noah kid from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And he supposedly gains, like, yeah. double the amount of followers off of it. Like, he's a 17-year-old white boy. <laughs> what the fuck are y'all following that little boy for? Uh, like, whatever. People are just so weird. But you're going to sit there. She loses 200K off of responding to him, blasting her about the DMs. But I don't know. Doja Cat... I'm gonna just keep saying it. I and she's another one. Scandal had had the potential to root her and cancel her up out of here or get her blackballed in certain situations. Mm-hmm. But she's worked through her talent. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna still stick to the negative stories when it comes to Doja. Yeah. Like she's another one that's gonna have to learn how to navigate through right. that. She seems very sensitive in that space. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad because as an artist, you should be allowed to be sensitive, especially when people are picking on you and mm-hmm. fucking with you. But then, we want you to kind of be robotic so that shit, we see that that shit is not, it doesn't penetrate your skin. Right. So it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. But Do- Doja's just, you sh- she should just never have, she's weird. Why did you do it? Why did you go in the 17-year-old boy's DM? I'm never, there's nothing, there's no alternative for you. There's nothing that's ever going to make sense on that platform for me for why you went in that boy's DM <laughs> to solicit his coworker. And you are Doja Cat. The reason why he's even posting it is because you are Doja, Doja Cat. Cat. Girl. Weird flex, bro. Ain't no goddamn flex. I don't like it. Like, you are way too talented to be doing stupid shit like that. And maybe she... I, I can tell she's... I can tell that her, her quirkiness and her weirdness comes out in who she is. But you gotta move different, sis. I'm sorry. You, you, don't, you don't have that luxury anymore to move that Mm-mm. weird weird you know who's weird uh, I mean I hope she get her followers back the fuck? you know who's weird no 
Because I skipped right past that. I ain't even looking. Chloe. Oh, my God. And Tristan Over Thompson women. are expecting a baby boy via surrogate. Who? Chloe Kardashian oh. Simpson and Tristan Thompson are expecting a baby boy via surrogate. Congratulations, Truth. And Your you know, and, 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 and you know, and then you know what's gonna piss me off. Besides the headline of this story, that she's gonna she's gonna give that baby his last name. The and that baby's baby don't name is gonna it. be lie. Their whole relationship is a lie. Now that that's ironic that you named your daughter Truth with this lying ass nigga. And then when he was fucking on you, when y'all were going through the process of getting a surrogate pregnant, fucking on your fucking on your fucking on your a. She's a dumb bitch. See, I don't even like to use that terminology when I speak about, you know, counterparts. But Kardashians ain't us and we ain't them. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes there there is no other term or there's no other vernacular that can really suffice. And she's pretty stupid. She's pretty stupid. She did... But not for nothing. She's consistent. She's adamant on what she says. She says that she wanted to have another child. She said she wanted to have another child with that no good nigga. She said that she wanted to have another child with that no good nigga. And she wants all her children to have the same um no matter dad. No matter no what matter the situation. No matter what he does to her. And she is staying true to brand. Oh my god, this child's name is just gonna keep popping up in the most inappropriate places. What when your baby's name is Truth and your baby father is a bullface liar? What do you do? Have another baby to distract you? She's to some, distract the nannies. Some they're gonna keep she needs making therapy. black babies as long as they can. Yep. She needs. She might need. She might need. Con- uh, exorcism. She needs a yes. She needs Resident Evil. She ain't needs, no way. She needs the holy fool. water to be Chloe, flushed down her throat. Are a fool. She's an idiot. You're a fool. She's an idiot. Like. Two things can be true, and this is not to say that no, this is not to say that even myself have not, has not been, or tried to, I guess, try to hold on to something that clearly isn't there. Girl, maybe to a certain yeah. extent, it maybe true to, and I've got to say to a certain extent because I cannot relate to this. Me, either. I can't relate to this level of stupidity, this level of embarrassment. This level of betrayal mm-hmm. and just full on being proud with it. But then again, what we say on here all the time is we don't know these people's lives. Mm-mm. If she's happy, I don't got to give a fuck. Mm-mm. That's my new term. Instead of saying, if you happy, I love it. I'm going to say, I don't have to give a fuck. Because I really don't. And it, it <sighs> Chloe's an idiot and she's happy being an idiot. So it is what it is. Is it sad? Is it probably triggering for a lot of women who have been in these situations? That don't have that that plush um, few hundred million to sit on like she does. I know a lot of women are out here calling her the stupid because, you know, they probably can't say it to themselves. But I'm going to be honest with you. Like, she's just going to keep making babies with this nigga. And the thing, the fact that, you know what, the sad thing, well, not the sad, everything's already sad, but I know, like. You had a baby on the way. Tristan is, you know, he's, Tristan's going to end up marrying someone else. And she's just going to look even more dumb. Why? I just, I know, I see it. He doesn't, he doesn't really, he doesn't want her. No, he doesn't want her. It's very clear. 
there's like and and no one can sit here and be like no you don't know that and this that and the third don't say he does no he hit because when you break down actions being big like actions Actions speak louder than than words words. it's very true and his actions point to the fact that he does not want her i do believe that he has some type of love for her as being the mother of his first child and probably I feel like he, her just, at feel one like he point. just tolerates her. Or he no, he loves the fact that he can take advantage of her. Mm-hmm. I don't I think he does love her, but I, I think he loves her I think he loves her with the condition that he can use her. If she ever stood up for herself, he'd just go find somebody else that he can do that to. Like it's not on a basis where So he got four kids. Hold on one second. <laughs> he has four kids. Isn't it? Or it's about to be three. It's about to be four. How he got four kids? I thought Truth was his only baby. He has a child with Jord- with Jordy. Jordy C. The boy Prince. Oh, he yeah. He has Truth. He has his Wait, new one. I forgot he, he had, had that boy. fucking baby with he that girl. Four, yeah, four kids. Mm-hmm. Wait, Jordy C. Does Tiger have a baby with her? Mm-mm. Wait, why am I confused right now? She only has one kid. But she used to date Tiger. I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, I remember that. That was something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Mm. But yeah, she's an idiot. I'm gonna need... Chloe gotta love herself more than the situation that she puts herself in. That's what I've come to on looking at certain situations with certain people. They have to learn to love themselves more so that they won't put themselves in the positions that they she's put themselves doing it in. she's doing it to keep i think she thinks that she she's doing I think to keep this man she around it. yeah I think, but, but i think she thinks that's yeah. that's all that she deserves and, and until she comes out of that mentality there's nothing girl i would be even more say. tight because he just he just had a, a boy with the damn girl what, so what's she gonna tell the surrogate to abort the baby no shade it was uh, that she having it but it's like, damn, you wanted a boy, but he went and go, he fucked the girl, had a, a, a boy with the damn girl. Girl, you you a loser. Chloe, Chloe's a loser. I'm sorry. She's a loser. That's she loser is shit. A, it, she She's is a loser. A loser but a loser. I don't know if I just have a certain amount. I don't have, I don't have, a, okay, let, let me, let me word this right. I don't have a certain amount of empathy for Chloe no. Kardashian. No. But I would be, I would be lying if I said I don't have a certain amount of empathy when I see somebody that does not know their worth. Mm-mm. No, I do have a certain amount for, for people that do not know their worth, especially. And I, I have to say it like that. Like, I don't have empathy for Khloe Kardashian in this situation. Right. I don't. I don't know Khloe Kardashian. But when I see people that don't know their yeah. worth it's like, and they damn. put themselves in those type of situations, like how many bitches we know that's not Khloe? Mm-hmm. Or we've seen girls that are Khloe. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't got no billionaire system to fall back on. Nope. They can't hop off in their jet and go to Aspen or or hop over to Mykonos real quick and cry that shit out. They're in the house with them fucking kids. And that low-down, dirty nigga is knocking on their fucking door. And they think that's all they're worth. And that comes to show you that money don't mean shit. When a nigga want to dog you or somebody wants to play with your play in your face and play with your feelings, money don't mean nothing. Anybody can look fucking stupid. Yeah. It's sad. Um... Pray for the children, them, and I hope that they had a healthy baby. Is it a boy or a girl? A boy. Oh, she got a boy. 
That's cute though, I guess. No, it's not. I, <sighs> she's desperate. She's I desperate know. And she's dumb. She's desperate. Lamar she, said he would take she, her back. She she was better off with him. I would rather she was better looking. He's thriving. He's thriving. He is trying. He, he was, was a thriving. crackhead with her. He wasn't thriving they with her. They both. Well, yeah, she was a cra- she's a crackhead probably now. But I don't understand Lamar because how you said, oh, I would take Khloe Kardashian back now. But then you say, you, oh, no, he has said, no, to- never mind. I don't even want to go down that road. Um, okay, anyway. Over 500 women passengers filed a sexual assault allegations lawsuit against Uber. Um, I saw this. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. That doesn't take away from the fact that it's still fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. Over 500 women across this, this land of the free home of the brave, mm-hmm. this nasty ass country, have to file sexual allegation with. What if it's 500 different like drivers, girl? And imagine all the the women that did not file any type of lawsuit. You know it's 10 times the amount, girl. I remember I was in Baltimore, and I was going to. Just... Um, to babysit, and I got in an Uber, and this fact the Uber driver, I feel like when he was already like a little off or whatever, and you can tell by the but energy, he like he made me so fucking nervous because he had fixed his 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 camera so he could like look at me, and I would catch him like staring at me like in the mirror and stuff probably, like that, and I, I had like recording. I, I literally it. told him, I told him to pull me over. On the highway. I literally put over on the highway. And I literally called my Because why are you staring at me when you're supposed to be driving? I literally to a told him to pull, me, pull over on the fucking highway. And I told him to fucking go. It was close to an exit. And I walked. And I called my homeboy. And my homeboy came and um and picked me up or whatever from. Because it was a gas station off the exit or whatever. I had to walk at least like 20 minutes. But I'd rather have walked that 20 minutes than be bugged the fuck out on the way to the damn, uh, I, to the damn babysitting. Let me tell you something. I, I, got, I don't give a fuck. Drive me off. I'm going to walk. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to find is, my I way. I feel like every woman has some type of weird. Like I've, I don't know if I've said it on here before. But I feel like every woman has some type of weird interaction or story. With some mode of public transportation. Like mm. I've been on the bus. Weird mm-hmm. ass niggas on the bus, nasty ass niggas on the train. I've never had an altercation with anybody on Lyft or Uber, but I do remember taking a fucking yellow taxi home one time from from downtown, from Newark, from um the train station. Mm-hmm. And this nigga just was like, right before he got around the corner to my house, he's like, oh, um, do you... He was talking to me, like trying to flirt the whole time. Mm-hmm. Nasty as hell. Couldn't even really speak English that well. And just trying to solicit me. Literally trying to solicit me to, to have sex. Like, oh, um, are you going to do this? Would you do this? You don't have to pay for your ride. All this kind of shit. This That's disgusting. I'm like, you need to drop me off to the fucking location that I gave you. Like, <laughs> That's you're dis- fucking nasty, People bro. are disgusting. Like, literally trying to, like, I don't know if I look like a prostitute. Sasha. <laughs> You don't have to look like anything. Sometimes I dress slutty. But that that should not oh, mean no, no, anything. Not, look, that should listen, not mean anything. I gotta word this properly. I dress slutty because one, I like to. Two, because I can. My money bought it. These two things are true uh-huh. and still do not mean that because I might have looked a certain type of way that you tried to solicit me when I was mm-hmm. dead on dead ass and set on paying you for my fucking twenty five dollar mm-hmm. ride. For you to sit there and try to solicit me for sex. Mm-hmm. 
if I'm, I don't care how somebody, I don't give a fuck if a bitch rolling your back seat butt naked. You don't try nothing with nobody. Right. That nigga was disgusting. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody is ever even doubting any of these 500 women, you're out of your mind. That mm-hmm. shit happens on a regular basis consistently, and it probably happens to women, especially women that take Uber and Lyft on a consistent basis. It probably happens to them once a fucking month, if mm-hmm. we're being real. They're disgusting. And they're taking advantage of you because they're taking you to a location. Right. And with Uber and Lyft, you have to give you a direct location. When mm-hmm. I used to take taxi cab before Uber and Lyft was a thing, I used to make motherfuckers drop me around the corner from my house. Yeah. Just because, like, are you fucking kidding me? I don't give a fuck how somebody looks. Yep. But it's the basis that these men are nasty. They take advantage of the fact that you're in their vehicle, in their car. And who knows if they even have a contraption where they can lock you in that bitch. Like, that's why I really I'm, I'm put, surprised. I that's don't why believe I, it's only 500. That's I'm why sorry. I really don't be putting my seatbelt on. I really don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopping out. I don't. I don't, put my, out all, I don't put my seatbelt on. And if I'm by myself, I'm always sitting in the back seat. I'm never sitting mm-hmm. in the front with you. You try to make me sit in the front seat with him. Are you mm-hmm. fucking dumb? So you could touch me? And then what I'm going to do? No. Mm-mm. I'm good. Um, Drake supposedly was arrested in Sweden for the weed. Okay. I did see this. And that boy said y'all lying on his name. Yeah, because then he posted he posted a paper on his page. And it was like, they Dude, gave him something, happened. something happened. They was like, they gave him paper like, this is what could have happened. But it didn't happen. So next time, don't do it. It was Did something they give like you a that. warning? Something like that. Did they give Drizzy a warning? Yeah. First of all, you can't hold a good nigga down. Mm-mm. Think he had his ball rats in his head? His team, allegedly something transpired where people could have been arrested. They did not get arrested. But people love to say some shit. And then somebody said Drake can get locked up because them OVO um, ah. fest tickets. Yes, that goes right into it. Criminal. Yes. Um, OVO Fest is back, y'all. And I... I remember when, when people were t- um, talking shit about Drake because he put OVO Fest on the same weekend as Caravana. Oh, yeah. And people like, now you making me choose, but mm, you could do both. But I'm, I saw... Damn. Okay, I'm seeing people saying $600, and I'm hearing that that's the low end of the, 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 the OVO Fest. And, but Drake is going to have Nicki Minaj. He's going to have a whole Young Money reunion on stage. I don't know what you're getting for twelve hundred dollars or two or upwards of two thousand dollars. Um, I'm not going to find out. (laughs) (laughs) That's not for me. I don't need to see Young Money that bad. It's okay. Right here it says um, for general admission. Let me know. AKA lawn seating prices were listed at seven fifty nineteen. So it's not six hundred. As of yesterday morning. Better tiers like general admission floor and section seating range from one thousand seven hundred seventy-five to two thousand one hundred. Um, charging somebody said charging seven fifty for tickets to sit on the grass at OVO Fest. It's fucking wild. One user is OVO Fest. Um, damn, they get Chris Brown in. This is everybody. Too. Chris Brown, Lil Baby, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, Young Money. But I feel like I've seen this lineup before, and tickets weren't like that. This looks like a Rolling Loud concert. Yeah, a Rolling Loud is pricey, but uh, not Rolling that Loud, pricey. I know, I know. Rolling Loud's not over yeah. five hundred dollars, and you have access to all three days. Coachella not even that expensive. Yeah, and then, and that's the whites. Yeah. 
what is Drake giving for this? Like, just to see Nicki Minaj and Lil Wayne on the same stage? This is what it says. It just says, Chris Brown, Lil Baby, Young Money, uh, Lil Wayne. So is Young Money everybody on Young Money? Yeah, because I don't care to see Mac Main. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know. You want to see Tiger? He Young Money. Yeah, I guess he got everybody to consent to going up there. We're going to see, um, what's that nigga? We're going to see, what's um, Corey Guns in Young Money? No. I'm a liar. Corey Guns? Yeah. The light skin one? Yeah. No. Peter Guns' son, yes. No, I don't he think he... He wasn't in Young Money? No. Okay, I could be wrong. I, um, I probably am wrong. It's like... So... No, the only person that can get that money out of me is Beyonce. And that's a big if. Because I know she's about to go on tour. Yeah. And I need to be saving for my future. So I don't know if I can save for my future and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But the response... But, like, I did say... I... When I saw Beyonce at MetLife... Nigga, we were on... Um, we were up... We were on, like, a second tier in Balcony. And that shit was fucking... It was inspirational. It was. It was beautiful. That's good. Now, I don't know if I need the pit. But they say the pit is life-changing. mm do I need the pit? I, I want to be. Away? I don't. Yeah, I want to be the pit. Away. You're in the cr- like you have. Yeah, to, you I don't want to do cool that. that. And I need why... the full experience. I need to be in my a, a space. I need to be in a space. The pit. You and don't that's have why. Space. Some, but then that's why some people say they don't. They're never going to pay that much. Yeah. To be in the pit to see Beyonce because you can be transformed at her concert without being in that pit. Mm-hmm. I, I tell. I'll tell you this right now. Now I don't know if the pit's life changing, but I'm not good with heat. Mm-mm. And I'm not good with multiple crowded bodies around me. Right. And I'm not good with. And even at a Beyonce concert, bitch, weed smoke, nigga. I snuck a blunt in my wig. I just remember that. Yeah. I snuck a blunt in my wig to the Beyonce concert. It was on the run. So it was her and Jay Z. Um. Miss Fanny Fanny Willis, the Atlanta DA, says that um What's up with sis? What's up with her, yo? Over the next Who sixty days Who mans is we'll this? see two more um hold on, here we go. profile gang racketeering cases. There gonna be more. Over the next sixty days you'll see two more. You got two high profile gang racketeering. Who did it to her? So I don't she, know. I think she used to fuck with a rapper. I think she used to fuck with a rapper. And she mad about some shit. Where's Keisha Lance Bottoms? Stop her. Stop this woman. <laughs> why is she doing that? Yeah, where is she? And then somebody and then somebody says, so why can't she get a handle on sex trafficking and abductions in Atlanta? Is this not an issue anymore? Talk about it, Or will this just Chubby and pumps? Talk her, about it. Her, her, um, her remaining in DA. They're getting black gangs out here, but letting Mexican cartels thrive in Atlanta. Talk about it. Funds over, over buns. buns. Yeah. Because if you're going to preach, preach. There's a lot of... Let me tell you something. Atlanta, I always say there's a couple of places that I have visited in this world that don't seem to be in the realms of like America. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been a, I have I've been to mostly black places. Mm-hmm. I haven't ventured out to the Midwest and I haven't done anything like any any don't the whitest place I've been to is Arizona. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's different. That city mm-hmm. is like out of a movie. Mm-hmm. The people down there, the characters, the, the whoever you talk to and see, it's different in Atlanta. I 
it this is a fucking episode of power. Yep. Who would who I no, I'm not gonna say who you think she's coming at. I don't know. I I'm seen, not I seen that. a list. Nope. The, the list was like it looked like somebody typed it up on a word document. It looked fake. Yeah, yeah. You so know, that, I don't you know. know. You know, I'm that's, not. that's gonna be that's gonna hit tw- that if that hit Twitter already. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. And I'm about to say they gonna they gonna make their rounds. I'm gonna see that by the end of this weekend. Like I'm gonna see that, but I don't I don't want to put that out there because if these if these gangs are these crime organizations that she is so adamant on locking the fuck up are wreaking the havoc that she and her fucking constituents are are sitting here and putting out. Why are you letting them wreak havoc for 15, 10, 15 plus years to build cases? Mm -hmm. Why is this the train that you want to build your DA career on? Mm -hmm. Is locking up these, these, um, these, these rappers. I don't understand. There's mad, there's mad crime in Atlanta. They have, one of the biggest scam populations in the entire country of motherfuckers robbing niggas. Like, mm-hmm. Atlanta is on the list of top 10 most dangerous cities in a whole when it comes to youth and gang population. Why not dismantle that from the inside out as opposed to locking up rappers and building, using taxpayer resources yep. to build 10 to 15 year RICO cases on a state level? Agreed. What are you doing? Who the fuck are you about to lock up in the next two months? And why do you want this to be a part of your legacy? Girl. As a, and I'm sorry, as a black fucking woman. Something else is there. We might not see it. We mm-hmm. don't know what it is and we don't see it as. Right. But something else is there. And it's, it's going to come out real soon. You watch. Because that shit she doing is nasty. And she's so proud with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I love a confident woman to be bold on your shit. They said Kamala used to be the same way. Yeah. Maybe that's her Maybe that's her mentor. Mm. Um, Go get the BBL with Kamala. Because you wildin'. <laughs> Man exonerated and Malcolm X uh, killing is suing NYC for $40 million after spending 20 years in prison. So, uh, Muhammad... Aziz is a 84 had his attorneys file a complaint in Brooklyn federal court on Thursday, citing his wonderful conviction in the murder of civil rights leader who was gunned down in the Audubon ballroom in upper Manhattan, just 30 at 39 years old. So basically this is the guy that they accused of killing um, Malcolm X. The hood told y'all already that this man didn't kill Malcolm X. The hood told y'all already who killed Malcolm X and nobody listened. Because when police don't want to do police work, they'll take any and anybody and destroy anybody's family. Didn't they say who did it in a movie? Yes. And in the documentary. For years, niggas had told y'all this man did not kill Malcolm X. And 40 million? Bro, I would have went for 100. A bib. Somebody said a billy. I would have went for 100. They would have had to at least settle at 60. I would have went for a hundred. I'm taking that. And you I'm, have me as one of the most just, notorious. And I'm living. I'm. 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 Buggy. Forty million. I'm going. I'm living the motherfucking. I'm, I'm traveling. Eighty four. I'm gonna make sure that you I took my entire life away from me. For me, my kids, my kids' kids, and my kids' kids' kids to be good, and then the rest because I, just, I don't have. And it's not that you don't have a quality of life, but I don't have much longer. Let's be real. Twenty years, bro. We talk. We. I said it wasn't me. I would have went for a hundred and then let at least let them come down to sixty. 
So after taxes, it could at least be thirty. Damn, and I know what I'm definitely going to do when I'm about to, I'm about to YouTube this shit. Them, yo, did you watch the Netflix documentary that they have about Malcolm X? I think so. Fire, mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. But they been said this man didn't do it. Yeah. I, I I think he's lowballing himself. I think he could get more. They made that man to be the biggest notorious terrorist for how many years after that man's death? Mm-hmm. Mm. Shout out to you, sir. Get your, get your retributions, your reparations. <laughs> yes. Um, Daniel, how do you say how do you say his last name? Kualo. Kualo. Kalalu. Kalua. 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 Um, will not reprise his role in the Black Panther sequel when he was on. I guess it was the red carpet for his movie that he's about to be in with Kiki Palmer, a Jordan Peele f- a film. <sighs> they had asked him, and he just responded, "Nope. Nothing more, nothing less. Just nope." Was that supposed to be funny because the name of the Jordan Peele movie is Nope? Maybe he's a pun, a play on words. Okay, so I take it as this. If he's not coming back, um, because you know, because be he played to, Chadwick Boseman's best friend in a movie. Had a, he had a, in a personal his relationship role with him wasn't too. huge, but he had a pinnacle role. Yeah. He plays a part in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to look kind of weird him not being there, but. I'm pretty sure they're going to replace him. Of course, but with who? I don't know. I don't know. I have such a crush on this man. I can't. He's even beautiful. Look at him. I can't. I can't I, I'm. I can't. I want to go. I can't wait to see that movie with Kiki Palmer. I might run out the movie theater, but I want to go to the movie theater and watch it. Let me tell you something. I love going to the. I went to go see Jurassic Park recently. I just loved going to the movies, but I was still like the. The still movies looking. has become a little bit and at of late a scary at late night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I want to go. Times where people don't really late go. night or even no, but the matinees early in the morning. No, it's not summertime now though. Summertime. Oh, it's fucked them. Summertime. Have you ever been to um like the luxury movie theaters? I just went to one, and I will say I'm not gonna go because Hi. they don't have. So every time I go to the movie theater, so if I go to AMC, I love to get the nachos and cheese. Yeah, that's true. The fancy place, the Cinemax or whatever yeah, it is, they yeah, have it, yeah. but the cheese is disgusting. I believe it. The cheese is disgusting. And I, put some I was really charcuterie board. No, cheese. it was. I don't even know what they melted. I don't even know. It came like it came in a pack like I the like other it. one at AMC, but it was. It was just this guy. I would and I, I was. Like that it. was the only reason why I was excited to go to the. That's my main part of going. Can we go see this? No. Yeah, we can. I want to go see. No, no, I'm yeah. like, I haven't been to. No, movies. we can see I it. I haven't been to movie since Queen and Slim. No, we can see it. Let's. Okay. We can go see it. That'll be Good. fine. We can do that. We can go to the fancy I movie theater. Him. Oh my god! And we can even bring in our own um liquor, liquor and then our own juice, make little drinks. I forget which one they say makes amazing drinks though. Yeah, but I, the way the way this world is set up, I'm right not now, paying sixteen dollars for a drink. <laughs> Get an eleven dollar bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah I, like um. Then again, I think maybe it's because Chadwick Boseman has transitioned on that he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be a part of it, or maybe he saw the script before we did, and he doesn't like the direction it's going in. But then again, these movies are based off of comics, so it's pretty set in stone what's going to happen. It's just for you to build upon. Yeah, but the I feel like I, I feel like probably because Chadwick is not going to be might, there. It might not it's be. Like, yeah, the momentum is lost, mm-hmm. even though people are waiting to see how they're going to fix it. Or how they're gonna go on with Who's him playing? not being there? I don't know if they're I don't know if they're recasting because Shuri, um, the girl that plays Shuri, the the um the sister, uh huh, she's not a uh, Letitia Wright. She's not coming back either. 
Which one is Letitia Wright? The one that plays Shuri, the, the, um, the sister? little sister? Yeah, she's not coming back either. And she That's because how the comic is? No, she's not coming back to play. She's not coming back for her role. Because of his death? I, I, I don't know if it was because of Chadwick Boseman. Something strange going on with Letitia Wright. I remember that okay. from a long time ago. Something strange going on with her. But she's not coming back either. So it's like, who are you going to have on there, Lupita? They probably... I mean, I know they're going to replace All their them. characters go on to do different things and have their own in the Marvel Universe. But it's like... Who's gonna be in this in the second? I movie? think I feel like Marvel. Do, I feel like Marvel does a good job casting. They'll so, figure it yeah. out. But it's 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 gonna be a new movie at this point. It's not gonna have the same momentum like we did before. Because Black Panther was a moment, baby. That shit was sickening. Mm-hmm. That the costume, shit. the scenery, everybody the, getting the dressed film. up to go. I told you, I wore my head wrap. I dressed up from girl. Work, went to go that see was that so movie. fun that night. That was probably one of the most. That was a fun ass night. Then we went to this fucking bar. I was last when I was in Baltimore. We yeah. went to this bar. Yeah, and we got fucking trash. Yeah, like that. The two times I've had fun. Everybody in the was theater. doing this. Fucking yeah. Fuck y'all. <laughs> that and um Best Man Holiday. And they made me go watch that movie twice in one week. And each time we went to the movie theater, niggas would turn around, everybody in mother was well, crying. Oh, me, you and Shakima, we saw that um you, that us. What was that movie? Us? Us. us. With um that yes, was, that was I told you, that movie's good. Yeah. That movie is I people don't like us. I understood it from the time that it came out. The tethered the, the different worlds. I don't know why y'all didn't get it, but it, that Jordan Peele, he does horror. He does horror right. As a comedian, he does horror right, so that's kind of scary. Nope is gonna be good. It's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Nope is gonna be. I have no clue what that movie is about, and the fact that they got Kiki Palmer, Daniel, and Jordan Peele attached to it is enough for me to go to the movie theater. That says a lot. Mm-hmm. So, shout outs to them. Um. I see you play yet goes out to the nominees for the 2022 Emmys. Um, Quinta Brunson becomes the first black woman to receive three comedy Emmy nominations. And then we also have um, Cheryl Lee Ralph, um, Tyler Williams from um, Abbott Elementary, Zendaya, Mm -hmm. Issa Rae, and Childish Gambino, which are the um, black um, nominees for... Um, the Emmys, and I really want to give a big shout out to Abbott Elementary because Damn, this show fucking us. show is it the shit. It shook, it us. shook us. It is here, and it's here to fucking stay. And it was fucking amazing, and I'm very proud of fucking Quinta. So Abbott Elementary is honored to receive an Emmy nomination for outstanding um comedy series first season first out. season out. Um, all Abbott Elementary Emmy nominations. So it's Outstanding Comedy Series, Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series, Outstanding Lead Actress in Comedy Series, Quinta Brunson. <sighs> Shout out to you, sis. Outstanding Supporter Supporter Actor in Comedy Series, uh, Tyler James Williams. Um, and then it goes, Outstanding Supporting Actress in Comedy Series, Janelle James, which that is girl. the principal. Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> and then Outstanding Supporting Actress, uh, Comedy Series, Cheryl Lee fucking Ralph. Gal- go in the Original game. fucking Dream Girls. Go in the game. Let me fucking tell you D. Mitchell. Okay? Let me tell you something. Period. You saw that video of her son? Listen. Listen. When she found out that she was actually nominated and the way her reaction just in the fucking moo 
hair wrapped Glasses. Up, like a real Caribbean mother. Accent popped the fuck out. When I tell you, can't nobody tell me they ain't cry. That shit was beautiful. Abbott Elementary. And let me tell you something. From ATL. First of all, I, I, I will stand on... I, I really want to give a shout out to Childish Gambino. Yes. This last season of Atlanta... For us having to wait the way we had to wait and for you to come with that, Mm -hmm. kudos to you, sir. He is a fucking creative genius. Mm -hmm. Of course, Issa Rae, that's, come on now, it's an Issa Rae stand pod. Mm Mm-hmm. She she gets all the flowers. Mm-hmm. Zendaya, we 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 we've talked about how Euphoria has given us parental anxiety without having kids. That yep. says a lot about a beautiful show. All these things are true, but Abbott Elementary, first season. It don't matter. That show came on every Tuesday at nine o'clock. It don't matter if it was a Monday from Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Everybody battling the sex between black communities on black Twitter. This happened in the world, this, that, and third. But when I tell you that Abbott Elementary made everybody come together mm-hmm. and fucking laugh, cry, mm-hmm. do whatever emotion you felt from man to woman. Yeah. Enjoy this show. Nobody that I've ever told to watch that, they're like, yo, that shit is dope. I'm talking about the most gangstest niggas. Whoever the fuck it is, that show brought everybody together for at least 30 minutes on a Tuesday fucking evening. Mm-hmm. Out of its first season. Mm-hmm. That shit's beautiful. I love it. I get emotional talking about Ab- Abbott Elementary because I it is a show that you did not know you needed, but you realized it was missing from some type of creative aspect or entertainment basis. It was it was it was so fucking needed. It was it was needed for the world that we're in with TV shows and oh entertainment. My God. It was needed. Like it's it, so was, good. it was it's so good and it's like it's funny. Like it's just like it's deep seated deep wrenching funny. Like yes, it's 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 still keeping up with today. Relatable, as relatable, fun. like, like Quinta, like you, you're hilarious, and your name has been personified with you know just being a content creator, influencer, social, like getting your platform on social media. But when you said, "Hold my purse," I'm about to show y'all what the fuck I can do. You did it. She did it. And she has the right cast. Every single motherfucking person. Like on you, there. like I felt like she like. This is a baby she's been, like, sleeping on. This is her child that she's been working on. And she's just like, yo, I don't really want to share this with y'all yet. But she knew that we needed it, and she did. And then when she... I forgot you had a dog. You scared the shit out of me. You forgot I had a dog. <laughs> so when she sat there and she gave it to us, she gave it to us with the best cast in the world, best characters. There is nothing out of place in this show. There is not... One bad thing about this show, and do you know this show also? Because the show also gives me improv vibes. I know it's not improv. You know that you know they ain't saying like, whatever they want. It's just, it's just so authentic. Like every single person uh, on there gives their all, and it's just so good. Shirley, Rob, I'm so happy for her. Yeah, she man. deserves Goat. like go. She fucking deserves, man. Like our girl Jennifer Lewis got a star too. Girl, I love Miss Mamas. Leg the up. leg up, yes, leg up. Cussing her ass mm-hmm. off. I love her. Like, shout outs to all the black Emmy, black um nominee um nominees for the Emmys because honestly, black TV has just been striving. Mm-hmm. I know um Sinead Thornton that plays um 
Mercedes, I mean, uh, Mississippi. Yeah, she says she hope she's happy for everybody. She hopes that P Valley can get there by next season, which mm-hmm. I think with the direction they're going on, yeah, they they're, get gonna, there. they're gonna get, they're definitely gonna get yeah. there. Yeah, they're they're touching on shit that people are still scared to even yeah. step on. And yeah, that last episode was that you see they had to give us a break after that episode. Oh, and then come on this it's week. It's not coming on this week. Okay, girl, I had to confirm. I went to the P Valley <laughs> P Valley Stars Instagram page. You that last episode, they said, yeah, y'all might need a break. Yeah. And we did so. Shout outs to shout outs to Abbott, man. Mm-hmm. Shout outs to Abbott. Um, let's get to the breakdown. Do, 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 do. So I was watching. Um, yeah, I had to find a good one. Um, I was watching. Um, Adrian uh, Bylon, you know Cheetah Girls from the Real. Yeah, she has a YouTube channel or whatever, and I was just watching her and her stepdaughter were just having a conversation or whatever, and I was just thinking. Um, if you could give your 25-year-old self advice, what would you say? Damn, that's five Because, like, now. 25, I feel like 25, yeah, yeah, like, your 20s is, like, a very, you know, like... Hectic. Hectic or whatever, <laughs> but I feel like 25 somewhat kind of starts, like, the basis where it's you transition. actually... Transition. You to actually start thinking of, like, you know, your big girl, you know what I'm saying, goals and big, you know what I'm saying, like, everything. So, like... What would you give? Because I'm 32, you're 30. Mm-hmm. What would you give your 20 like advice you would give to your 25 year old self? It's crazy that you actually put this on here because I was thinking about it like, damn, 25, five years ago, and I forgot in what context I was literally list like thinking about it. But I was like, that I always I always say 25. I did have a shift. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people talk about a shift with this age and that age. Like they talk about milestone years, mm-hmm. but I did have a shift in 25 where I'm like I want to become more I've had a inherent fear of responsibility mm-hmm. ever since I was even like a child mm-hmm. keeps scaring the shit out of me mm-hmm. so when 25 came I wanted to become a little bit more responsible in the way that I treated myself mm-hmm. the way I treated people around me and just the way that I maneuvered in the world I didn't want to I didn't want my energy to be pulled in, in more negative or or in situations where I wouldn't allow myself to be empathetic. I think my empathy mm-hmm. and my like my empathy factor kicked in when I was 25. Because mm-hmm. I really had this I don't give a fuck attitude. Mm-hmm. I really think I lived up to my um, the Aquarius um, persona that everybody has. Right. You know, all signs, they have their telltale signs a year, mm-hmm. this and that and the third. I really think I was a full-bred Aquarius until I turned 25. So right. like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is type of attitude mm-hmm. was there. And then something shifted. I don't know if it was weight loss. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was me gathering myself to say I want to become more responsible in certain areas. Right. But yeah, 25 25 was a shift. That wasn't a question, though. <laughs> I just realized that. But it can lead into... Okay. So, what, okay. What advice would you give your 25-year-old self? You're worth it. Always know you're worth it. Always know that how you feel, what you feel, is worth feeling. Even if it if it comes off irrational. Even if it comes off as petty. Your feelings, know that your feelings mean something. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, 
sit with them talk to yourself about them Mm -hmm. don't beat yourself about them be nicer to yourself and know that you are worth it right that's what i would tell my 25 year old self um i would tell my 25 year old self to to really like let it go and fuck it Mm. i say let it go based off of the relationship that i was in that i just should have been had like let go Mm. like let go like girl you gonna be fine like it's gonna be you gonna it's it's gonna be over like that yeah let it go and then like and then like fuck it like you know me doing what i wanted to do i was always i was always worried about what other people were going to say or what people always thought when in actuality like fuck it like who are these people? You gotta live for yourself. Like, you gotta live for yourself. Who are these people? Like, who cares if these people watch it? It's gonna be a million one other fucking people who you don't know that's gonna watch it. And that's something that I still struggle with, you know, to this day is, you know, you know, worried about what other people are gonna think or people don't support when knowing I don't give a fuck if I only have, like, those seven people that I know that are gonna support me, you know, seven, you know what I'm saying, is better than none. That's true. And things like that. So that's something I still have to, like, you know... You know, get over and stuff like that. So I would say, let it go and fuck it. Just do it. That's what I would tell my twenty-five year old self. Definitely. There's different things that can sit there and condition you and hold you back from really being who you're supposed to be. But then at twenty-five, even though I feel like that is where a lot of people's transition happen, it's still you're still young as fuck. Yeah. You're still, still stuck young. on, mm-hmm. and then you're you're right. We're old. We're old. We were old enough at that time to be like, we need to start becoming more serious with certain things but then we were still at that point where like like gen z like yeah. gen, like millennials trying to figure out what the fuck it is what we actually want to do so right yeah man you gotta talk to your younger self a little bit more mm-hmm. though i think people think that once you become okay i'm 30 i'm 30 i gotta stick 30 i'm, I'm 31 i'm 32 I'm, I'm 38 i gotta stick to just talking to that with people you have to and it's a it's it's more of a it's a more of a a therapy type of thing, but mm-hmm. you have to talk to your younger self. A lot of us don't heal our younger selves, right? And think that we're gonna be thirty five and we're gonna be okay, right? But we didn't heal the seventeen year old, the fourteen year old, the thirteen year old in us, correct? It don't work like that, right? You'll figure it out one way or the other, but it, it just doesn't work like that. So, yeah, so. I think that's good advice for twenty five year old. Mm-hmm. Um, GFV and Sasha. Hmm. So do you think about the future a lot? All the time. It's kind of annoying. So how, how do you avoid worrying about what the, what might happen in the future? Girl, I'm, I don't, okay. My personality has a lot to do with that. Mm. Um, I'm very much as it is what it is. I cannot stress the things that I cannot control. Mm -hmm. However, I'm only human, so there are certain things that I think with me with with the future it comes. It's like I I might hone in and cultivate on. Well, you're not doing this. Right. You want to be here, but you're not doing this. Mm-hmm. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. It's my procrastination that I think is going to affect my future right. more than anything. But I don't dwell on things that I can't control. Correct too much i can't because my anxiety is rooted in shit that has happened Mm -hmm. my i don't think that i have anxiety for things that haven't happened yet right and i know that there there's there's different levels to anxiety Mm -hmm. but my anxiety is on shit that it's more present based more past based as opposed to future based 
I I can't I can't allow myself to stress things that have not happened because now I, I'm putting myself in an early grave, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, I try not to. Does it happen from time to time? Definitely, but I try to be a little bit more I try to give myself grace when it comes to that. Be a little yeah. bit more reasonable. I try not to like worry about the future because, you know, God or, you know, if you're the universe mm-hmm. will humble you really quick. Yeah. So I really, you, oh, I really thought? try not to. Oh, yeah. you playing? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, of course, it's good to have like a schedule and how you need your day to go, yeah. or if you have certain things on a day, like, like throughout the month, whatever you appointments or whatever you have to do, whatever. But you know, to try to have like my future, everything figured out, God and the universe is gonna humble you really quick. Yeah. So I just try to, you know, just go, you know, by you know what I have planned, and you know, live day to day. You know, just try to live life. I really not try to stress things out and stuff like that because stress can kill you and I feel like stress will get you stuck in that one spot that you're trying to move, Mm -hmm. you know, move, you know, forward from. So I just try to, you know, just live life. I really try not to worry about the future. Yeah. Because I I need at at 30, we're going to jump from 25 to 30. I need organization. I cannot, I, I can no longer do the spontaneous activities I need organization. I need to plan my day, my schedule. Everything needs to be not down to a T because shit, you have to leave room for things right. to be different and change. And that's what I'm starting Monday, like yeah. when it comes to. But I plan. Yeah, I, I do plan. Post organization, like edit, yeah, editing, everything. Yeah. I have in my thing now. I have alarms set for the day where oh, yeah. whatever I'm doing, I'm gonna I have post, to post. I'm gonna promote. This I have day. to stop. Yeah. I have to edit. So that's what I'm oh, Monday. What? That's what my, I'm nigga. doing now because that's what I have calendar. to do. Rem- not even reminders. Putting everything into my calendar. I have my phone calendar. Mm-hmm. I have my work, my um, Microsoft Outlook calendar. Mm-hmm. I have my um, workbook for my scheduling app mm-hmm. for my makeup. And I have and I have a handwritten planner for all my curated events, gym, all that kind of stuff. I need that that type of organization. Mm-hmm. I even tweeted it yesterday. I have to plan outfits, and I've always loved that, but I have to curate, plan outfits for events ahead of time. It helps with my restlessness mm-hmm. and my anxiety. My biggest thing is is that I used to have time frames, mm-hmm. and then I would get mad at people for talking about time frames. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like you said, the world will humble you. Yep. You're not going to be 30 and get this done, mm-hmm. and that's okay. You're mm-hmm. not going to be 28 and get this done and that's okay we have to get out of the construct of time frames Mm -hmm. and i have to i let that shit go cold turkey yeah i let that shit go you still live where you live you're 30 okay and Mm -hmm. and i'm doing this 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 and the third on top of that so you have Mm -hmm. to combat certain things with other things but i need scheduling i need a semblance of planning throughout my week just so that i won't get anxious and start to wander off and, well, I don't have anything to look for. The future is this and I'm not doing this and this, that. No, we're right. not doing that. We're not doing that. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. It's insanity. Even trying to keep up, well, by this time I have to do this. No, that's not how that's supposed to work. Nope. That's, not how, that, that's right. not how life works, period. Mm-hmm. So, and everything works different for everybody. You have to tailor it to your personality. But, you know, shit, planning ahead of time. Mm-mm. Right. I need I need my events plans, okay, honey. I am older. I need to be at the house by a certain time. I need to be doing certain things. I need to make sure this look good, where this look good, and this and this and that. Third, I need to. My sister got me doing hair itinerary. I need to plan hairstyles. I never thought I'd say that. It's hard. I don't put a wig on. Plan hairstyles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I have a hair itinerary. I call them itineraries because you know itineraries are subject to change. Nothing set in stone. I bet you know your next hairstyle. Braids, but I don't know. I'm always All right, then you have a hair itinerary. That's not itinerary. Nope, that's a plan. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm going to put on my head. I have to plan it because I've never done it before. But you know what you're going to do. Yeah. It's not I do know what it I'm might not be written down. I like do, she has a. I do she has know a what note. I'm getting after my braid. Yeah. Look at that. That's a hair itinerary. But it is subject to change because you might switch your mind. Mm-mm. There you go. Woo. Miscellaneous. Let's get to it. Sasha Miscellaneous. Sasha's miscellaneous. Sasha's miscellaneous. Her. You want it to be slow like that? We could chop and screw it. What would you say? What? Yeah, you just can't like your music, your segment. How would it go? I don't know. See, you're gonna have to put miscellaneous in it. What rhymes with miscellaneous? Spontaneous. Mm. I just said I ain't doing that no more. Plan my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you just need a sound. That's like, oh. You know, be like, DJ make him go crazy. You should do drops for a living. <laughs> you should do something I'm like serious. that. Why wouldn't you do drops for a living? What would your drop be? Let's think about some shit. Miscellaneous question on the one. <laughs> See, That's I, too long. I the drop is simple. I can't say ones and twos. I'm a nineties kid. You're not a DJ. But I grew up like listening to radio. No. We all did, but no. Mike check. Miscellaneous. What you thinking about? Let's talk about it. Yeah. You should giggle. <sighs> Let's talk about I don't I'm not a giggler, I'm more of a hackler. <laughs> it's deep seated, comes from you know, comes from the gut. Pick the miscellaneous question. What's the thing? Me. Well we have number one as I'll watch it again. I have to hear this. <sighs> Never mind. No, it's fine. I love all my miscellaneous questions. <laughs> People might have a problem with them, but I love all the conversations that it um Oh boy sparks. Boom. What two R&B songs must you must you hear at your wedding? If you choose to have a wedding. Mm. That's the question. Two. What two R&B songs that have, they have to absolutely be played at your wedding? Or whatever event you want to choose. Not everybody wants a wedding. Um. Damn it! I didn't damn. think about this. I wish I would. Shit! I don't know. I'm off the top of my head. I really don't. I'm gonna look at the comments. You can't, but I can. Um. Oh. What? The first comment. I know. Was, I want to walk down the aisle to um. Trina, I got an ass so big. I mean, no. Um, that's not an R and B song. Oh. Um, no, no. That's not R and B song. Wait. I didn't. I was talking about a comment. But oh. <laughs> um. Why? Wait, wait, wait. 
Why you want to look back at it at your wedding? Granted, you should. You know what song I actually actually love? I don't because no kids should be there. I would say to me is still. Ooh, somebody did say it to me. To me is still. Um. Oh, that's a good one. Just tell me. I don't know. No, it's gonna. I'm gonna give you some ideas. So somebody said, um. This is why I love you, Major. No, I'm over that. That's played out. Love all over me, Monica. No, that's, that's one of her songs people don't remember. I, I know. You tired of Monica? Yes. Usher, superstar, and Tyree, sweet lady. Oh, that's cute. That I mean, you're gonna play more than one, oh, but like yeah. the ones that I have to hear. That's not it. I already have one. Promise, jagged edge. Mm-hmm. Love all over me, Monica. Hmm. All my life and let's get married. All my life, Casey and JoJo. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. All my life. Okay, I just wait for you to say it. Let's get married. You, I feel like you we gotta play. Okay, that's a really good song. I would like one twelve. Do it anywhere. We okay. Can do it anywhere. I definitely have a one twelve song. For my wedding, but everybody should know it. If you know me, Cupid. I'm walking down the aisle to the show. No, Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight. I listen. I listen to him when I break up with people. But yes, I have to. I have to walk down the aisle of Cupid. Um, instrumental. And then you're going to play the actual song mm-hmm. over during the reception. And I'm going to sing it in my husband's face while I'm crying. Mm-hmm. Damn. I have my sweatproof makeup routine already set for my wedding day. Mm-hmm. So, Let me tell you something. One song up here that a lot of people have. And I know that I have to hear this at my wedding. So it has to be an honorable mention. But it's not R&B. Mm-hmm. International Players Anthem. Oh, yes. You've got to play Period. that at somebody's wedding. What? Never choosy, never ever fuck without a rubber. Until the end of time, a lot of jagged edges up here. All my life, Casey and Joe. John Legend. Which one? Ordinary people. Um, Uncle, uh, uh, flying so high. No, spend my life with you, Eric Benet, and to me is a favorite. Yes, yes, yes. Only you, one twelve. Y'all freaky. Mm. Britney Spears hit me, baby, one more time. Happily ever after, case. <laughs> oh, I love that song. It's what I hear today. Happily ever after. I'm showing vocal range on here. Y'all getting this for free? There's no Anita Baker on there. I did. I didn't see Giving you the best that I got. Giving you the best I feel like your DJ shows off by playing that song. But you don't really re- you don't remember the request it, but your DJ shows off and plays that. Monica is on here. Nothing girl. but. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if they would just say any like two songs that you have to hear at your wedding, we could really go. But it's R and B. But Nuck a few buck does need to be played at a wedding. I feel like it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a good get friendly. It's a black national anthem. I think that's something that needs to be played at a reception. Um. You play too much. Lovers and friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. It's the, it's the emoji. Oh my God. Because you know you said some bullshit. You and I, Avant. You and I, Avant, and Kiki Wyatt. Okay. How does that song go? 
There's nothing in the world Shani said go telling me you're loving me So we listened to that on the way to the gym the other day Shani said this is the most chaotic song I've ever heard in my entire life because both of them are fighting to be supreme on the vocal range mm. and then the words of the song they're literally fighting each other <laughs> and she said that song is chaotic as fuck <laughs> and the fact that this motherfucker people trying to be funny in here now anything luther okay okay anthony hamilton yeah shanny's gonna play that music soul child music soul child has i need i didn't even mention him because he on here you know he on here Oh, you sent it from heaven you know by Keisha song? Cole. Sent from heaven. That's not shit, but okay, why is that one? Like, why did you say you that? You made your whole life too. Into you, fabulous. Bitch, that's not. No, I said to me. No, that's to me, it's still. He's on the remix. Exactly. And, and Shanti is on one of them versions. Oh, but say, she Ashanti? All of me, John Legend. Yes. Brian McKnight, the only one for me. Okay. And Beyonce, Dangerously in Love. Okay. Okay. I can get with that. On the run. What about Brandy? He is. Was that about God? Not playing that. It's not my favorite. Is that about God? It probably is. <laughs> it's not my favorite. No, I'm asking. Or is it about? It's not one of those I really like. Let me tell you something. You better relax with that straw. Nasty. I definitely would play. Definitely, definitely play on the run. Beyonce and Jay Z. I know. People gonna look at me like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? But that song, it just brings out, it just brings out such an emotional, you know, capacity inside You know of what me. I'm playing? You gonna say some bullshit. This is a story about a girl named Lucky. Early morning, she wakes up, knock, knock, I wish knock people would take my segment serious. Matrimony by Usher and Let Me Love You. First of all, Matrimony is Wale's song. Stupid ass. What is it? Um, Excuse me? <laughs> How does it go? If there's a question of my heart, you got yeah, 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 yeah. it. It don't belong to anyone but you. And there's a question of my heart. I'm telling y'all, make your voice real deep and just rift out the words when you don't know it. You know what I want to say is a PSA. I really want Sierra to stop making music. Ah! Why would you end it like that? I want her to stop making music. It's awful. Episode one. I want her to stop making music. It's awful. The music video was awful. Some of her shoes. It's awful. 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 And I'll never, I'll never like to bring up this man. When I'm talking about her because he's a piece of shit of a man, but he was fucking right. This is your girl. He was fucking right. Coco. She should have never made six remixes of Body Party. You should have left it at the hip hop version and, and went that route. But you wanted to go rap and your shit went downhill. This fucking song that you came up with is tired, late, and we're you over it. You keep making the same kind of fucking song like this. And it's not happening, and it's not flying, and it's not cool, and I want you to Instagram. stop. You you get face, you get body, you get mom life. Go that route. Do a vlog. Do a when vlog. Said, Give us fashion. But stop giving us fucking music that we never asked for and that we do not motherfucking want. We are on YouTube. And that was a PSA from Jazzy, of course, from I Said What I Said podcast. And we will see you next week. Episode 111. Period.